0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com.
1: I hope that you had a good night, that you're all rested and refreshed, ready to pray. Good morning, I'm Paul Sonic. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, October thirteenth, two 2021. Wednesday of the 28th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is liturgical year B, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Edward the Confessor, born in 1003, the son of King Ethelred III. He was born at Islip, England, and sent to Normandy with his mother in the year 1013, when the Danes invaded England. Edward was brought up a Norman in 1042, Largely through the support of the powerful Earl Godwin, he was acclaimed king of England. His reign was a peaceful one, characterized by his good rule and remission of odious taxes, but also by struggle, partly caused by his natural inclination to favor the Normans. In 1051, Edward banished Godwin, who took refuge in Flanders, but returned the following year with a fleet ready to lead a rebellion. Armed revolt was avoided when the two men met and settled their differences. Edward's difficulties continued after Godwin's death with Godwin's two sons. One was banished to Europe, the other was named Edward's successor. After this, Edward became more interested in religious affairs and built St. Peter's Abbey at Westminster, the site of the present abbey where he is buried. His piety gained him the surname The Confessor. He died in London. January 5th, 1066. St. Edward the Confessor, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to Thee again at its close. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that every baptized person may be engaged in evangelization available to the mission by being witnesses of a life that has the flavor of the gospel. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are
2: here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, you want us to turn to you And to be close to you. You want that during this time of prayer and every moment of our lives. But you don't force us, you invite us. Sometimes you invite us strongly. In the Gospels, we see you really trying to help the Pharisees to turn to you. Many of the Pharisees were very rigid when it came to teaching and applying the law to others. And perhaps it was not just rigidity, they were trying to be very faithful to what the law said. But, for a lot of them, it was a different story when it came to actually living it out themselves. And one of the things you told them, which was very direct, and it could come off to us as a bit harsh, but we know, of course, that it's not, it's not harsh. Um, it's you, Lord. And, 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 and sometimes we really need to hear the hard, unfiltered truth in order for us to change. And it seems to be exactly what you were trying to do, Jesus, with the Pharisees, when you said, woe to you, Pharisees you love the seat of honor in synagogues and greetings in marketplaces woe to you you are like unseen graves over which people unknowingly walk wow our lord points out to them that they are vain that they love show they love to be noticed they love Formal greetings in the marketplaces to be recognized. And then he follows that up by saying that they are like graves. There's death. There's nothing inside them. There's death. Lord, what are you telling us? Yes, you're clearly telling the Pharisees not to be proud, not to be vain. And that they are like graves. And what are you telling them? And also, what are you telling us? Well, you're telling us that pride leads to death. The first sin, the original sin, was Adam and Eve. It's, It's from pride. We will be like gods. We will be in control. That's very appealing. There's a wonderful and short fable by Aesop. Um, Aesop's fables. I hope you're familiar with them somewhat. Um, and uh, and there's one fable about two roosters. And the two roosters were fighting for supremacy in the farmyard. Trying to show each other up. Show the other who's who's the best, who's the fiercest. And finally, one of them was vanquished, and he went and he hid himself in a corner of the hen house. And then the victor, all right, so the rooster, the, the, the head rooster now, flew up to the roof of the barn and began to crow. I've won, I've won. And then all of a sudden an eagle swoops down and carries him away to eat him. And then the rooster that had been defeated suddenly found himself as the unchallenged head of the farmyard. So the moral of the story is that we are often defeated by pride. We can often be defeated by pride. Well, pride will always lose to defeat. Um, I grew up playing golf as I got older, through especially in high school I played more and more and um and what happened to me in golf also can be very common in other sports but for me golf is a clear example um that whenever I would think in my head okay this this shot is an easy shot you know or I've got this in the bag or I'm not going to miss this putt this putt's easy that was a sure sign that the next, <laughs> that, 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 that shot was not going to go well, or at least nearly a sure sign. Because that pride, that overconfidence, actually distracts them from being properly focused. And once again, I was defeated by pride in those moments, right? Being overconfident and not focusing properly at the task at hand. We're not calling up the necessary resources to do the task well. Um, has it ever happened to you? It certainly happened to me and not just on the golf course that, um, that you may have a victory in the spiritual life or in some aspect of your life, maybe your professional life. And then you start to think that, that you're pretty good and you start to believe it, and you think, I got this, I'm in control of this, I can handle this, and that way of thinking so often precedes a fall of some kind in the interior life, when, when I start to finally think, wow, I'm pretty good at that particular virtue. Or I can handle it now. Before I couldn't, but now I can. We have to be very wary. Because we may be counting too much on ourselves. We can think of St. Peter. That um, St. Peter told Jesus, he said, even though all should have their faith shaken, mine will not be. And this is, this is, the, the evening of the Last Supper. And um, and St. Peter claims that he will be faithful to Jesus no matter what the difficulties will be, even if it's Christ's death. And Jesus is, predict- Jesus is predicting that their faith will be shaken. And Peter says, no, mine won't be. And then Jesus says to him, Amen, I say to you this very night, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he vehemently replied, even though I should have to die with you, I will not deny you. St. Peter is very sure of himself. Lord, he was very sure of himself. He wasn't sure of you. That happens to me a lot, Lord. And we see what happened with St. Peter. And we see what happens to us. In St. Peter's case, all of that precedes his denial. He will deny Jesus three times. He'll deny that he even knows him or has anything to do with him. It can happen to us. Maybe we have that experience, thinking, I can withstand any temptation. I'm strong enough to resist temptations against chastity, for example. I've gotten pretty good at being patient. I think I'm a... I can be considered a patient person now. And then a little while later, we snap unnecessarily at somebody. We lose our patience. Once I start to say or think, I got this, we need to be very careful. Because it can very easily lead to our defeat. Because we're counting on ourselves and we're not counting on our Lord. We're not counting on you, Jesus. It would be a downfall very similar to that of Adam and Eve. We will be like gods. No, we don't want to be like gods. We want to love God. Jesus, we want to love you and to serve you. And we want to be humble. Help us be humble. Humility will help us avoid seeking to be the center of attention like the Pharisees did. Humility will help us, rather, to serve, just like you, Jesus, taught us. And so, Lord, help us be that good servant, that humble servant, and that way we will be just like you. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me In this meditation, I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and
1: Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 17 past the hour. We'll pray the hours next on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday of the 28th week in Ordinary Time, October 13th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin our day of prayer now as we join the whole church led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips
3: and and my my mouth mouth
1: will will proclaim proclaim your your praise.
3: Cry out with joy to the Joy
4: to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord.
0: Cry out with
4: joy to the Lord, all the earth.
3: Cry out with
5: joy
4: to the Lord all the earth, serve the Lord with gladness. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds.
5: Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth, serve the Lord with
3: gladness. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Cry, cry out, out
5: with joy to, joy to the Lord, of the, the earth. Serve the
4: Lord with gladness. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest.
0: Cry Cry out out with joy joy to to the Lord, all the the
5: earth. Serve the Lord with gladness.
3: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was
4: in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Cry out with
5: joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness.
6: Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. Bless the Lord,
5: my soul. Never forget all he has done for you.
7: My soul, Give thanks to the Lord. All my being, bless his holy name. My soul, give thanks to the Lord and never forget all his blessings.
8: It is he who forgives all your guilt, who heals every one of your ills, who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with love and compassion, who fills your life with good things, renewing your youth like an eagle's.
7: The Lord does deeds of justice, gives judgment for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to Israel's sons. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
6: As, As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Bless the Lord,
5: oh, my soul. soul. Never,
6: Never
5: forget, forget all he has done, done for you.
8: As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. The Lord is compassion and love, slow to anger and rich in mercy. His wrath will come to an end. He will not be angry forever. He does not treat us according to our sins nor repay us according to our faults.
7: For as the heavens are high above the earth, so strong is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our sins.
8: As a father has compassion on his sons, the Lord has pity on those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days
6: are like grass. He flowers like the flower of the field. The wind blows, and he is gone, and his place
7: never sees him again. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning,
5: is is now, now, and will will be forever. forever. Amen. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him.
7: Bless the Lord, all you his works. Bless the Lord, all you his works.
8: But the love of the Lord is everlasting upon those who hold him in fear. His justice reaches out to children's children when they keep his covenant in truth when they keep His will in their mind.
6: The Lord has set His sway in heaven, and His kingdom is ruling over all. Give thanks to the Lord all His angels, mighty in power, fulfilling His word, who heed the voice of His word.
8: Give thanks to the Lord all His hosts, His servants who do His will. Give thanks to the Lord all His works, in every place where he rules. My soul, give thanks to the Lord.
6: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
5: As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. Bless Bless the Lord, all you his works.
8: Lord, make me understand the way of your precepts and I will marvel at your wisdom.
7: From the book of the prophet Zechariah The Lord showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, while Satan stood at his right hand to accuse him. And the angel of the Lord said to Satan, May the Lord rebuke you, Satan. May the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this man a brand snatched from the fire? Now Joshua was standing before the angel, clad in filthy garments. He spoke and said to those who were standing before him, Take off his filthy garments and clothe him in festal garments. He also said, Put a clean miter on his head. And they put a clean miter on his head and clothed him with the garments. Then the angel of the Lord, standing, said, See, I have taken away your guilt. The angel of the Lord then gave Joshua this assurance. Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you walk in my ways and heed my charge, you shall judge my house and keep my courts, and I will give you access among these standing here. Listen, O Joshua, high priest. You and your associates who sit before you are men of good omen. Yes, I, sh- I will bring my servant, the shoot. Look at the stone that I have placed before Joshua, one stone with seven facets. I will engrave its inscription, says the Lord of hosts, and I will take away the guilt of the land in one day. On that day, says the Lord of hosts, you will invite one another under your vines and fig trees. Then I said to the angel who spoke with me, What are these things, my lord? And the angel who spoke with me replied, Do you not know what these things are? No, my lord, I answered. Then he said to me, This is the Lord's message to Zerubbabel, not by an army, nor by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. What are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel you are but a plain. He shall bring out the capstone amid exclamations of hail, hail to it. This word of the Lord then came to me. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundations of this house, and his hands shall finish it. Then you shall know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. For even they who were scornful on that day of small beginnings shall rejoice to see the select stone in the hands of Zerubbabel. These seven facets are the eyes of the Lord that range over the whole earth. Then the angel, who spoke with me, returned and awakened me like a man awakened from his sleep. What do you see? he asked me. I see a lampstand, all of gold, with a bowl at the top. I replied, On it are seven lamps, with their tubes, and beside it are two olive trees, one on the right and the other on the left. I then asked him, What are these two olive trees at each side of the lampstand? And again I asked, What are the two olive tufts which freely pour out fresh oil through the two golden channels? Do you not know what these are? He said to me. No, my lord, I answered him. He said, These are the two anointed who stand by the Lord of the whole earth. The Word of the Lord.
5: Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God.
7: These are the two olive trees and two lampstands that that stand stand in in the the presence of of the Lord of of the earth. earth. The Lord shall select his two witnesses to prophecy
0: that stand stand in in the the presence of of the Lord of the the earth. earth. A reading from an inquiry addressed to Thalassius from St. Maximus the Confessor, Abbot. The lamp set upon the lampstand is Jesus Christ, the true light from the Father, the light that enlightens every man who comes into the world. In taking our own flesh he has become, and is rightly called, a lamp, for he is the connatural wisdom and word of the Father. He is proclaimed in the Church of God in accordance with the Orthodox faith, and he is lifted up and resplendent among the nations through the lives of those who live virtuously in observance of the commandments. So he gives light to all in the house, that is, in this world, just as he himself, God the Word, says, No one lights a lamp and puts it under a bushel, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. Clearly he is calling himself the lamp, he who was by nature God, and became flesh according to God's saving purpose. I think the great David understood this when he spoke of the Lord as a lamp, saying, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. For God delivers us from the darkness of ignorance and sin, and hence he is greeted as a lamp in Scripture. Lamp-like indeed, he alone dispelled the gloom of ignorance and the darkness of evil, and became the way of salvation for all men. Through virtue and knowledge he leads to the Father, those who are resolved to walk by him, who is the way of righteousness, in obedience to the divine commandments. He has designated Holy Church the lampstand, over which the Word of God sheds light through preaching, and illumines with the rays of truth whoever is in this house, which is the world, and fills the minds of all men with divine knowledge. This Word is most unwilling to be kept under a bushel. It wills to be set in a high place, upon the sublime beauty of the Church. For while the Word was hidden under the bushel, that is, under the letter of the law, it deprived all men of eternal light. For then it could not give spiritual contemplation to men striving to strip themselves of a sensuality that is illusory, capable only of deceit, and able to perceive only decadent bodies like their own. But the word wills to be set upon a lampstand, the church, where rational worship is offered in the Spirit, that it might enlighten all men. For the letter, when it is not spiritually understood, bears a carnal sense only, which restricts its expression and does not allow the real force of what is written to reach the hearer's mind. Let us then not light the lamp by contemplation and action, only to put it under a barrel, that lamp I mean, which is the enlightening word of knowledge, lest we be condemned for restricting by the letter the incomprehensible power of wisdom. Rather, let us place it upon the lampstand of Holy Church, on the heights of true contemplation, where it may kindle for all men the light of divine teaching.
9: Walk while you still have the light, or the darkness will cover you. While,
0: while
3: you, you have the, have the light, light, believe in, in the, the light, so that you may become sons of light. The light.
9: I came into this world to make the blind see.
3: While, while you have, have the light, believe in, in the light, light so, so that you may become, become sons of light. of
9: light. Let us pray. May your grace, O Lord, we pray, at all times go before us and follow after and make us always determined to carry out good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit,
1: God forever
9: and ever. Amen.
1: 23 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, October 13th, 2021, Wednesday of the 28th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sodick. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord doesn't have any good words. For the Pharisees. It's from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. But woe to you Pharisees! For you tithe mint, and rue,
9: and every herb, and neglect justice and the love of God. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. Woe to you Pharisees! For you love the best seat in the synagogues, and salutations in the marketplaces. Woe to you! For you are like graves which are not seen, and men walk over them without knowing it.
8: One of the lawyers answered him, Teacher, in saying this, you reproach us also.
9: Woe to you lawyers also! For you load men with burdens hard to bear, And you yourselves do not touch the burdens with one of your fingers.
1: This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, there is evil in the world. Make no mistake about that. And sometimes it's all too easy to fall into it and participate in it. That's why we pray. Deliver us from evil. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. This is the final petition in the Our Father. After having sought God's pardon for our sins, we immediately pray for the grace not to offend him again. We ask his help that we be strengthened in time of trial for life in this world is a trial we ask god that we be not left to our own devices we ask for his constant paternal guidance deliver us from evil from what evil from the malice of the devil the source of everything bad the devil exists he never tires of sowing anxiety in god's creatures and at the same time fomenting their alienation from him. Pope John Paul II stated, There are times when the existence of evil among people is particularly apparent. Then it becomes even clearer that the powers of darkness that reside in and operate through man are larger than him. It seems that people today almost do not want to see this problem. They do everything to put the existence of those rulers of this world of darkness, those tactics of the devil referred to in the epistle to the Ephesians, from their minds. Yet there are times in history when this reluctantly accepted truth of revelation and of Christian faith is completely manifest, almost tangible. Jesus, who was our model, wanted to be tempted so that we might learn how to endure like him and overcome such trials. For we have not a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sinning. We will experience temptation in one guise or another throughout the course of our life. Perhaps we will suffer even more temptation when we are trying to follow Christ closely. The grace we have received at baptism and through our pursuit of sanctity will be at risk until the moment we die. It follows that we must be on the lookout, alert like a sentry on watch. And it will be necessary for us to keep in mind the firm assurance that we will never be tempted beyond our strength. We can overcome temptation if we flee from occasions of sin and if we rely on divine assistance. But should anyone plead human infirmity to excuse himself for not loving God, it should be explained that he who demands our love pours into our hearts by the action of the Holy Spirit the fervor of his love. And this good spirit our Heavenly Father gives to those that ask him, With reason, therefore, did St. Augustine pray, Give what thou commandest, and command what thou pleasest. As then God is ever ready to help us, especially since the death of Christ the Lord, by which the Prince of this world was cast out, There is no reason why anyone should be disheartened by the difficulty of the undertaking. To him who loves, nothing is difficult. Temptation in and of itself is not evil. It provides, in fact, an opportunity for us to show the Lord that we love him more than anything else. Temptation can serve as a means for our growth in virtue and sanctifying grace. Blessed is the man who endures trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. Of course, it would nevertheless be most recklessly foolish for us to desire or provoke temptation in any way. Conversely, it would be a mistake for us to surrender to excessive fears regarding temptation, as if God were not present by our side. Don't be troubled if, as you consider the marvels of the supernatural world, you hear that other voice, the intimate, insinuating voice of the old man. It's the body of death that cries out for its lost privileges. God's grace is sufficient for you. Be faithful, and you will conquer. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, let's pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer.
9: God, come to my assistance.
2: Lord, make haste to help me.
9: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now,
8: and will, will be
9: forever. forever. Amen. Alleluia.
6: My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My My heart heart is is ready, ready, O God. God. My My heart heart is is ready. ready. My heart is ready, O God. I will sing, sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn.
8: I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations, I will praise you. For your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth.
6: O come and deliver your friends. Help with your right hand and reply. From his holy place, God has made this promise. I will triumph and divide the land of Shechem. I will measure out the valley of Succoth.
8: Gilead is mine and Manasseh, Ephraim I will take for my helmet, Judah for my commander's staff, Moab I will use for my washbowl, on Edom I will plant my shoe, over the Philistines I will shout in triumph.
6: But who will lead me to conquer the fortress, who will bring me face to face with Edom? Will you utterly reject us, O God, and no longer march with our armies?
8: Give us help against the foe, for the help of man is vain. With God we shall do bravely, and he will trample down our foes.
6: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit,
8: as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Accept the prayers of your servants, Lord, and prepare our hearts to praise your holy name. Come to our aid in times of trouble, and make us worthy to sing you songs of thanksgiving.
5: My heart is ready, O God, my heart is ready.
8: The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. The The Lord Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice, like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels.
6: As the earth brings forth its plants, and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations.
8: For Zion's sake I will not be silent, for Jerusalem's sake I will not be quiet, until her vindication shines forth like the dawn and her victory like a burning torch. Nations shall
6: behold your vindication and all kings, your glory. You shall be called by a new name pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God.
8: No more shall men call you forsaken or your land desolate, but you shall be called my delight and your land espoused. For the Lord delights in you and makes your land his spouse.
6: As a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you.
8: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now,
6: and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. The The Lord Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. I will praise my God all the days of my life. I will praise my God all the days of my life. My soul, give praise to the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my days. Make music to my God while I live.
8: Put no trust in princes, in mortal men in whom there is no help. Take their breath, they return to clay, and their plans that day come to nothing.
6: He is happy who is helped by Jacob's God whose hope is in the Lord his God, who alone made heaven and earth, the seas and all they contain.
8: It is he who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is he who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free, the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, THE LORD WHO PROTECTS THE STRANGER AND UPHOLDS THE WIDOW AND THE ORPHAN.
6: IT IS THE LORD WHO LOVES THE JUST BUT THWARTS THE PATH OF THE WICKED. THE LORD WILL REIGN FOREVER, ZION'S GOD, FROM AGE TO AGE.
8: GLORY TO THE FATHER AND TO THE SON AND TO THE HOLY SPIRIT.
6: AS IT it WAS was IN in THE the BEGINNING, beginning, IS is NOW now, AND and WILL
8: will BE forever. FOREVER.
0: Amen. Amen.
6: God of glory and power, those who have put all their trust in you are happy indeed. Shine the brightness of your light upon us, that we may love you always with a pure heart. I
8: will will praise my God all the the days of my life.
7: A reading from the Book of Deuteronomy Know and fix in your heart that the Lord is God in the heavens above and on earth below, and that there is no other. You must keep his statutes and commandments, which I enjoin on you today. The Word of the Lord.
5: Thanks Thanks be to God.
7: God. I will bless the Lord all my life long,
6: I will will bless the the Lord Lord all my life life long.
7: With a song of praise ever on my lips. All All my life life long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
5: I will will bless bless the Lord Lord all my life long.
7: Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life.
5: Blessed be be the the Lord, Lord, the
7: the God God of Israel.
3: into Into the way way of of peace.
8: Peace. Glory to to the Father, and to the the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and and will will be
7: forever.
5: forever. Amen.
7: Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life.
9: Christ, the splendor of the Father's glory, enlightens us with his word. With deep love we call upon Him. Hear us, King of eternal glory. Hear Hear
5: us, us, King of eternal glory.
9: Blessed are you, the Alpha and the Omega of our faith.
7: For you called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Hear us, us, King King of eternal eternal glory.
9: You enabled the blind to see, the deaf to hear.
7: Help our unbelief. Hear Hear us, King of of Eternal
5: eternal Glory.
9: Lord, keep us in your love. Preserve our community.
7: Do not let us become separated from one another. Hear Hear us, King
9: King of of Eternal eternal
6: Glory.
9: Give us strength in temptation, endurance in trial,
7: and gratitude in prosperity.
9: Hear Hear us, King of King of Eternal Glory.
6: but
7: deliver,
2: deliver
6: us from, from evil. evil. Father, keep in mind your holy covenant, sealed with the blood of the Lamb. Forgive the sins of your people and let this new day bring us closer to salvation. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever.
9: Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life.
1: Amen. Morning Air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord.
0: Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.